On today's First Round KO, we have a special guest in studio with us as we talk about the NBA Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Then we talk about the draft lottery and ah, we talk about <laughs> and then we talk uh, we talk about Zion and we talk about Anthony Davis and just a bunch of other uh, NBA topics that pop into our heads as we go. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. It was wet, it was wild, I did not like it, and now the sun's coming out and doing the exact same thing that I thought it would. It would rain for a boatload, it will be a fast-moving system, and now it's sunny, and, the, and I guarantee you by the time that we leave the studio, the outdoor court outside the... Williams Center is going to be dried up because Wisconsin, that's why. <sighs> and that was weather with Connor Moore. <laughs> now sports. <laughs> well, you see here, Kyle. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, wait, we're talking about that tonight. Uh, oh, my goodness. We are also joined in studio. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Finally, what are you... Drum roll, please. Go on. Mr. Duncan McHugh. Yeah, thanks for having me again. It's of good course. to be back. Now we've only we've only had you on for wrestling. Yeah, surprisingly that's true. <laughs> now were we all in here? or Were we still using the backup studio? At we've, that done point? we've done yeah, both. We've done both. I've done one in each. Yeah. Um, okay. The first one I don't remember very much of, really at all. Um, I, I rem- the one I remember we were on. We all crammed into the backup studio. Yep. I don't think I was here, or was I here? Were you not here for the one in here? I don't think you must have been. You definitely have were. You were because we shared a mic. I was. I was gonna. Yeah, we were because I was gonna say, <laughs> wait, how else would you have? Yeah. Because that was, would have been a Sunday night. No one's here Sunday. Right. Night. Yeah, I have no recollection. I have really. What night? What pay per view was that? Who knows? So you don't even have recollection. Of I don't it. know. I remember it. I just don't remember what pay per view it right. was. But yeah. Either way, I've been wanting to get you on for basketball forever now. Absolutely. I'm I'm 100% clear-minded. I'm ready to talk <laughs> some basketball. I'm good to go. I'm ready. Hell yeah. 100% clear-minded. I'm so excited. All right, so let's get into it. We're going to start with the Bucks versus the Raptors. Game one. Hell of a game. Yes, it was. Hell of a game. I have so many thoughts on this. Not only on this game, but on the series going forward. There's... I... I was confident going into this series yeah i think this bucks team is very very good we had talked about it at length honestly yes. about who we would have rather faced the the ma- how the matchups just yeah literally the, the two episodes ago we were talking mm-hmm. about yeah. how this is matchup wise is better for the bucks and the rust showed which i was a little worried about i'm i was happy for the long break because of malcolm brogdon for him to get fully healthy yep. yeah but we were rusty for most of this game Giannis didn't play well. Middleton only had, I think, 11 points. Pretty similar to the second round after we had that whole yep. week of rest. Just yep. a little too much rest, maybe. We did not shoot well. That was, like, the biggest issue. I can't remember what writer talked about it, but it was an ESPN writer did an entire story on it. 
and everything. And it was like a really, mm-hmm. really good article about how they were half of their week or so was just like, all right, just recalibrating, yeah. relaxing. And the other half was trying to make sure that that game one letdown didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a little bit of it last night. And I was just like, oh, 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 it oh, almost oh, did happen God. again. Yeah, I was like, here we go. Honestly, it should have. We, I said it on Twitter. We should not have won that game. We With played, how many missed threes, yeah. really? That was the we key for me, 11, just watching them. 11 for 44 from three points. Shut up. No way. 11 for 44. Oh, my God. The best shooter was Lopez, four for 11. And even he started out mm-hmm. really cold. I think we took 15 in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. It it was not good. And, and going against that, Siakam had a decent game. He didn't shoot very well, but he's he had a lot of good plays. Kawhi Leonard had 31. Kyle Lowry had 30. He was 30. just on fire, it, which is not n- not normal for the playoffs. Not a normal Kyle Lowry performance. Absolutely. No. He's normally not that consistent. Everything went against the Bucks in this game, and we still pulled one out. Just down the stretch, when it's a one-possession yeah. game, it's just execution. Um, I was surprised at how good our half-court offense was at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, we still kind of – it seemed like we played it, um, like we were running the fast break, just trying to just push it as quick as we mm-hmm. could instead of just doing the same Giannis or Middleton pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what really worked for us, just in the one-possession games, you know. In the half-court. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what killed Toronto, too. They couldn't run in the half-court. They, they were most all of their stuff came from fast break transition stuff but then they go into the half court and they just they couldn't figure out what to do Kawhi really didn't do much in the fourth quarter at all no he had really. like four points in the fourth quarter something like that he, he barely took any shots I and that's a, the coaching on Toronto's side was terrible in my opinion uh, what Nick Nick Nurse Nick Nurse that's what it is it's just bad Four players from Toronto played over 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not a single one on Milwaukee played 40 minutes. And we're the rested team. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're the rested team already. And Kawhi looked exhausted. Gasol should not be playing 40 minutes at this point. Yeah, I definitely thought Ibaka should have came in for at least a yeah. few extra. Ibaka only played 17 minutes. Same with Van Vliet, I think. He only had yeah. maybe 17. They only had 12 points off their bench. They're only running eight people deep. They only ran seven in most of the series against Philadelphia. Yeah, who Norman Powell was out on the floor. Yeah, I remember seeing him just. Yeah. For some reason, maybe to get Kawhi some rest for a few minutes. Right, but at that rate, I mean, Van, you sh- you can run a rotation with Van Fleet out there, and him not getting minutes is a little bit. And you would it's think questionable. Throw Could, Jeremy Lin in there for Kyle Lowry yeah, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even he, play. I would say Jeremy Lin's very much capable. It's not like yeah. he's just. It's not like he all of a sudden became trash. He's a capable backup point guard. Is that Jody Meeks that I see on the, the like? They have people on this roster. Like I don't know why Jody Meeks is still in the league. I guess I don't know <laughs> if this is him or not. maybe it's another guy, another Meeks. Oh, it's still Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks, Jody Meeks is still Jody in the league. He's only thirty-one. He's good. Dude's a sniper. And dude. I don't remember what what NBA was, but d- dude could hit anything. <laughs> dude was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. But th- in two K. We talked about it on Monday. Their bench does not match up with us. It at does all. not. It really doesn't. And when we have either Giannis is going to step up every game. If Giannis doesn't step up, it's going to mm-hmm. be Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. If Chris Middleton doesn't step up, it's going to be Brooke Lopez. And even then, you get Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Malcolm Brogdon. Miritich. Pat Connaughton will come in. Miritich. Which we haven't gotten a ton from. Um, but He has hit some big shots, though. Yeah. 
He's given us some production, but he can just have one of those games where he goes off. He can be that guy for mm-hmm. us too. We just haven't seen it quite yet for us. It's it's crazy. It's just you said they had twelve points on their bench. Toronto, Toronto, and we had twenty-two. And Brogdon had more than twelve, right? He had fifteen. Yeah, Brogdon had the fifteen bench. by himself. We if, have a starter coming off the bench. If we have one guy coming off the bench, averaging more than their entire bench can, that I don't know if that says more about <laughs> us, yeah, or more about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that, I mean, that's be your Brogdon should be in the starting lineup, but they're not going to just fling him in there. Yeah, yeah well, there's no sense of flinging him in there, yeah. especially when you've built this rotation that's already doing something's well working without him. Exactly, for lack of better terms, without him. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean. That helps when you have that helps when you have a guy who can lead that second unit. But if you're Toronto, you you have to find somebody, somebody, somebody on that second unit has to just has has to step up at some point because then you run the risk of Nick Nurse running his guys into the ground for mm-hmm. literally the entire goddamn game. Well, because th- there's not even that many rest days. That it, there's only one day in between most of these games. Exactly. Yeah. Even the even the travel game. I know it's only Milwaukee to Toronto. That's, but there's only one, one day. There's only one day. We play Friday and then we play Sunday in Toronto. Yeah. Well, that's still a decent. Um, but even but even then, from Milwaukee to Toronto, I mean, you still have to. I mean, I'm sure customs isn't a that bad of a thing. But you have that. Then I think there is a time change. I think yeah, Toronto is th- on the other there's side. There's a time change because I think it, I think they go Eastern time zone at that I point. I think so. Uh, over there, so there's a there's a few more other things. It's not like they're just going from Milwaukee to I don't know. Give me give me a team in the Eastern Conference. New, New Detroit. 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 You know. But it's if they keep this up, and Nick Nurse is a guy who was, uh, who was one of the top assistants for the former uh, Toronto head coach uh, Dwayne Casey, mm-hmm. who I still don't get how your coach of the year and get canned. Um, results is why, but I don't think that's yeah. A, I was I, gonna say I don't it, think that's a Dwayne Casey thing. It wasn't working at LeBron. I would have liked to see Dwayne Casey. I would have liked to see Dwayne Casey with this team though. Would have been. That would have been. It would have been, been interesting. Better I, than Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse got him to the second seed. That's that's very true. So I mean, second best record in the league, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, not to say that I'm by all means I'm not saying Nick Nurse is a is a bad head coach, but you're running they're running into that borderline, and I'll use the word stupidity that that Toronto's had the last few postseasons where they were personnel wise and then just how they played wasn't really that great, but then again they went up against a LeBron every single postseason. Yeah. Now you're going going up against a complete team, and if they keep running these guys, if he keeps running these guys to the ground with 40 minutes, and I expect him not to, he's a great coach. But if he keeps this, if he keeps this up, it doesn't matter if they steal if they steal game two. The Bucks are going to run away with it by the time they get back to Toronto because everyone's going to be gassed. You say he's not going to, but he almost has to because of this team. I they don't have a bench to go to. Even the bench that they have, even the guys that we've mentioned, they're not shooting well. And they're not giving them the points that they need. I think uh, a key could just be kind of changing rotations. Kawhi, if you need him to, could play 43 minutes in a game. But for that big middle stretch where they had the lead, he was still in the game. Right. They could have put him on the bench, keep yep. Siakam in there, yep. put um, I was gonna say, put you somebody have, that's in thing, there just to give him a break. You don't have right. to take all five guys out at the same time. Mm-hmm. I would say, at, and if you're a coach, you have to let your players – you can only do so much when you're out there. Your players have to go out there and make, and make the play. So, yeah, yeah you, can ta- you can take out – uh, Kawhi and put in whomever you want and all that stuff, but at the same time, Kyle Lowry's got to step in when when uh, Ky- uh, Kawhi's not on the court. Mm-hmm. Siakam's got to show why he was apparently this massive revelation, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Saul's got to show why they made that trade for him to 
to, to Mark Gasol, down why he's playing down 45 Mark minutes. Mark Gasol has been bad for them. You know, uh, he has not been shooting Serge well. Ibaka, Danny Green. I mean, I know Danny Green's not the Danny Green from San Antonio, but he's he's been in, he's been in this spot before. Mm-hmm. He's played he that in the role. finals. Exactly. He's nothing's changed. So at some point, you know, you can't. <clears throat> yeah, he kind of in a way has to. But he doesn't have to because he has the players on that team that should allow him to go to, to, to use a little bit of his depth. It's it, it can't fall on Nick Nurse that the depth ain't working, you know? Yeah, I yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I What's going to happen when Kawhi Leonard keeps going 10 for 26? They're screwed. Yeah. Someone's, yeah. Kyle, because Kyle Lowry's not going to do 10 for 15. No, that's not a consistent thing. That's not going to happen every game. That's not going to be a consistent thing. He might, he might do that maybe – one or two more times this series, depending on how long it goes, but it's not going to be consistent. We don't know how Siakam's going to be with the bright lights. Mm-mm. Twenty for six, <clears throat> you know, there's six. six it, for it seemed like he had a better game than what he than shot. The box for. score, is yeah, showing. yeah. Yes, I agree. I didn't think he missed that many shots. Mm-mm. You know, Marcus Hall isn't. He's not the Marcus Hall of Memphis, but he's still serviceable. Is the word I'll use. Dude is two for eleven, and his two shots were threes. Marcus Hall. Yep. Even Brooke Lopez knows if he's missing threes that he goes in because he went in last night. He did. And he Brooke Lopez played out of his mind. He made, he only made four three-pointers. He made 12 shots. That's not normal <laughs> for Lopez. What, what I don't like seeing from Brooke Lopez, and I saw this probably three or four times, is at the end of the shot clock, Giannis's drive uh, gets stopped. He has to kick it to Lopez, who pump fakes a three, drives in probably halfway to the to the uh, paint, yeah. and has to shoot up like a like a fadeaway floater. Just shoot, that. Just, Just shoot it. Right. No one's blocking him. Yeah, <laughs> no and one's I, gonna block him. I saw that probably three or four times yeah. at the at the end of the shot clock. They had to force up some fadeaway mid range with Brook Lopez. It, it it's good when he does that because he did it quite a lot in the middle of the shot clock where he had a lot of good drives. He had a really good spin move in the first half mm-hmm. that got him a good bat. He was getting in there. But, yeah, at the end of the shot clock, shoot it. You're, you're, at this point, you're a better three-point shooter than you are a mid-range guy. And if it's going to be a bad shot anyways, yeah. get that extra point. Shoot yeah. it up for three. Exactly. Maybe get a long rebound with Giannis, something. Open some more doors. Mm-hmm. I think when we did our predictions, I said Milwaukee could do this in five, but I'll give – Toronto two. I said six games. I'm changing that to five. If that, because now our rust is gone. Our rust is going to be yeah. gone. We have a healthy Brogdon. Yep. Back it, in the Lopez flow. is only going to keep shooting. And we've seen this time and time again when the Bucks get when their foot when their feet are firmly on that gas pedal. We've legitimately seen this season. Not even the Golden State Warriors can stop this team. Giannis is a man on a mission. He, he seems is. like this for, dude. This dude is hell bent on bringing at least a, not even at least screw at least the dude's hell bent on bringing a legitimate title mm-hmm. to the city of Milwaukee. And I think the city, the team, everyone feeds off is feeding off of that. There's, I don't want to use I don't want to use the D word. I don't. I really don't want to use that word. But in a way, the way the season's been going. And I'm going to knock on wood right now because I, I don't want to jinx it because I really want to see it happen. But there's something about the aura of this team where I almost just feel like, whether it's this year or within the next few, but especially this year, it almost seems like destiny at this point. It's potentially going to happen. 
I like hearing uh, Giannis talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. He said he didn't want to waste this opportunity. Is one thing I remember him saying. He they've made it this far. They have this team. This this moment with this team. Yeah. This matchup. They don't want to waste this. And you know this could be his 2011 Finals for LeBron against the Mavericks. He always looks back and has that that just speck on there mm-hmm. that right. he wishes he could go back and change. He doesn't want to have that. So he's gonna make sure he does it right this time. And we've had enough woes in the playoffs, even the last two years, losing to the Celtics and the Raptors. You know, I, this team, and, and the biggest thing for me yesterday was the in-game adjustments that they actually made because Giannis was getting stopped. The, the Toronto was doing the same thing that Boston was they doing. They put that wall they were up. building up that wall. And not only did we figure out ways to counter that wall because we, we had already seen it, we started using the wall on defense on Kawhi Leonard, which is perfect. Like the in-game adjustment adjustments that happened throughout the game was fantastic. Toronto got 60 points, 61 points from their top two guys. We didn't lead the game. We led the game at 8-2. Our next lead was in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes to go. Toronto should have won this game. Kawhi went 10 for 10 from free throws. He only scored like four points in the fourth quarter. That's that's where the bad coaching comes from because Kawhi stopped shooting in the fourth quarter. Either whether it's because he was tired or because of play design. He should have shot more in the fourth quarter. I don't care if Kyle Lowry's hot. Give give the ball to Kawhi Leonard to at Kawhi least Leonard. half of the time. That's why you traded for him. Yeah. That's why you traded your at one point face of the franchise for this new. Yeah. So you have that guy giving the ball, get right. out of the way. Exactly. You traded a face of the franchise for a legitimate. Mm-hmm. Not to say Demar Derozan wasn't legitimate, but you get the idea. Like, a superstar. A le- you, yeah, yeah. You traded Demar Derozan. You traded a city superstar for a league superstar yeah. for this moment, and, and shying away. Right, shying away. Or restricting him from doing what he has done, not only in the playoffs, but in the freaking NBA Finals, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. It's criminal to, to Kawhi, and it's essentially a death wish if you're the Raptors. If you're not going to utilize the guy, you basically traded your franchise for, essentially, in the for- in one man to go get him. We still the- out-rebounded. We out-assisted. I mean that way. That's what happens when you have like a long-ass team, though. We we ended the game on a 10-0 run, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, ninety. It was ninety-eight to one hundred. We won one hundred. One hundred eight, one hundred. I think people kind of forget that Kawhi Leonard is a Finals MVP. Yeah. Just because it was kind of quiet and it mm-hmm. was in San Antonio and it was a few years ago. Because and, right and, after and that, that big three was still exactly, there. Yeah. Right oh, after yeah. that Finals, it was what's happening with LeBron and the big three. And no that was talked about the that was Kawhi's like shot up into superstar. Yes. Was when yeah. he won that, that's what kind of springboarded him up. Did he you... wasn't a superstar who won it. Ex- exactly. He was a he was a he was an up and coming guy. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that no one really heard of coming out of college, but he was definitely up and coming then you go then he has a great postseason locks down lebron shoots the mm-hmm. lights out then next thing you know it's like oh god here he is and it's not like it was just a flash in the pan either the dude showed up he's a consistent he stayed that superstar. guy so i don't so this is what this is the, another reason why i don't get why again you trade demar Derozan, you tick off the entire fan base and everything mm-hmm. you know you you base you basically continue to prove the point that loyalty is nothing but a word in the dictionary you get an NBA superstar. You, you're doing all this to try to coax him into staying. There's reports that he might stay, and now in a potential, I mean, when you're in a position to put yourself up 1-0 in a series against a team that just seems freaking hell bent and not even a, not even a brick wall could stop this team. You're in a position to close the game out and just start to start nailing uh, things in the coffin, and you restrict him. It's the same thing that I got on the on the Rockets for. 
they it was an opportunity and they lost and they did not seize the opportunity yeah they did not capitalize at all it what shots did they take in the fourth quarter if Kawhi leonard wasn't shooting what shots were the raptors taking down the stretch i don't remember specifically i honestly i want to say it was probably a it was probably Lowry. it was probably gasol Siakam. Siakam probably missed a few. It must have been Siakam. 20 shots. Missed a lot of shots. I Yeah. Maybe Ibaka. Because Lauer, I don't know how many shots Kawhi had in the fourth quarter. He actually, I think he had a decent amount in the fourth quarter. But he, at one point, he only had four points. And that was late in the fourth quarter. They don't have the depth. They, we're, Milwaukee's the more rested team. They have the better supporting cast and the better bench. Still home court advantage. Better home court advantage. Up 1-0 at this point. Better coach. I got five games. We're going to win the next game in Milwaukee. We're going to lose the first game in Toronto. We're going to take the next two. I I just don't see it going any other way. That seems very logical to me. I don't want to jump on something too quick uh, because we saw how that worked with the the last series and predictions yeah. after one game. Yeah, um, I'm not <laughs> saying the series is over. I'm not saying the series is over. I'm not Paul Pierce here. But they definitely they they are the better team at this point because we did not play to our full potential in the least, and yep. they almost did. <laughs> I uh, I remember Kenny Smith on the post game um, was talking about just the Raptors' attitude and how the the rest of the series is going to be based on their attitude after this game. What did he if, say about the attitude? I'm actually curious about. If uh, if they leave this game and they're like, "Wow, we did everything that we could. They shot so poorly. They had a bad game as a team, and we still lost." Then they're going to lose, yep. and that's it. Their mind is out of it. They feel like they have no way to win. Yep. But if they say, "We did almost everything right. They had a bad game." These guys played well for us. We just need to close it out in the end, and they stay aggressive and stay yep. confident with that. They still have a chance to win it. But it, it depends on their attitude, it how they view not being able to close out the game and losing a game where Milwaukee played so poorly for the most part. Right. I I mean, I completely agree uh, with him on that point. I, I would like to think attitude shouldn't be a problem with a team, seeing that they just gutted out seven games against a team that has – and we've talked about it, I mean, and I'll go back to it, but it's a team that has four, five, half the damn uh, team is alphas in the form mm-hmm. of the Sixers, and you have to have a certain mindset when you're going up, when you're going up against a team where essentially their starting lineup and a couple people on their bench are alphas because you know they aren't going to go away easily. So that should have already given them mentally tough and all of that. It's... Sh- I agree. They with did that. something. The, the the Raptors in that last series did something that only one other person, one other team in the history has done, and that's hit a buzzer beater in Game Seven. There's only one other person who did that. Michael Jordan. That's right. The okay. only other person who's ever hit a buzzer beater to win Game Seven. But that's in the finals. Nope. That's. In I the thought playoffs. it was the first that's Game the Seven buzzer beater. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was the first Game Seven buzzer beater. That's because someone told some press. No, told Jordan's it done it. Jordan did it. Was that the Utah series? That was game six. I don't remember. Yeah, really 10 seconds yeah, away Michael from game Jackson, number Jordan, seven or championship six, yeah. number six. I'll do some research. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That it, could be a yeah, uh, the, MJ thing. I was going to say that. It's such a Michael Jordan thing, honestly. But no, attitude, even though I completely agree with that point, and I'm not going to be the one, and I'm not going to be the idiot on the planet to say, nope, Kenny Smith is wrong. But at the same time, my, I guess my counter to that would be, 
Toronto should not have the attitude thing as the excuse because if you are able to gut through seven games, you should physically, yeah, you should probably be a, a wee bit tired because it was a short turnaround from that series to this series. But mentally, you should be ready to go. You yeah. should be ready to go because if you're able to go through seven games against the Philadelphia Sixers, who everyone thought was one, was the best team in the East, you for damn sure better be ready to step up. And if you're and you if you have a lead against the Milwaukee Bucks, even though they have depth for days, you better for damn sure just keep your foot on the gas pedal and step th- step on their throats. So, attitude shouldn't be an excuse for the, for that team. And if if they are going to be like that, if they're going to be like, well, we threw everything at them. They deserve to lose in four yeah. at this rate. Because if that's the attitude that they're going to take with it. Because I don't think that they will. I'd like to think that Kawhi Leonard is a more mature exactly. um, person than that and a, a better leader. Especially when you have a guy that's been coached by Popovich for half his mm-hmm. career. You know, you got Danny Green coached by Greg Popovich. <laughs> you know, I like pl- that we're rooting for the Raptors to kind of put up more of a fight in this series now. I mean, it just makes it more. F- I mean, I don't want to see the Bucks run roughshod on him, but it'll be kind of fun. It would, but I, it would, I don't want to see it. I would much rather see a team at least give them a challenge. Yeah, you know, whereas the whereas the Bucks just make it into the finals like all willy nilly in four games, like oh, all right, yeah, get another bring week it on, like bring it on, Curry, let let mm-hmm. bring it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I I think it's a little, I think it's less so me wanting to see the Raptors put up a fight, but it's more so me just questioning their fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, just see what they can what exactly they can put like, out. I guess my I'm just gonna keep going back to it. If they can go through Game Seven against that Sixers team, they should have they should have enough uh, fortitude to stay mentally in this series. But if they don't, I'll say it. They deserve to get swept. They deserve to get swept if they're just gonna tap out after if they really thought Game One was mm-hmm. throwing the kitchen sink. Because if that was throwing the kitchen sink. Forfeit the series if you can. Well, to see at the beginning. Quad shot was two. the first game seven one, the Jordan one. The reason I got confused is because it was the the only other series deciding shot. It was game six that won him the series. Was that in the finals against the Jazz? The there was series? no against the Cavs. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. Cavaliers the, the shot. Yep. Sure. Yep. 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 That was game six to decide the series. That's why I got confused. But Kawhi is the first game seven. Yes. So they're the only two players to. Win a series with a buzzer beater. Okay, I guess. Cool. In game Sixers. That's some. That's good company to be. That actually. Yeah. Hold on, because Damian Lillard shut out. I guess that wasn't a. That wasn't a seven. Yeah, but against the Rockets, Jordan. it was. That's why I'm game uh, six. I want to say. Yeah, and against then he the did Rockets, it to. He did it to. Thunder was game five. Thunder. Yeah. Whatever, but either way, still good company to be in. He's the only person to do it in a game seven, and yeah, I, I just don't think they have what it takes at this point last night could have been the night if they would have stolen yeah. game one in milwaukee i think we'd be talking about it very very differently oh agreed 100 um, percent. but they they missed their opportunity and it's going to be hard to come back from just even though it's one game it's going to be hard to try that to was our back. rust game I, we're not going to be yeah. rusty game two all right let's move on to the other series the western conference finals between oh, the God, portland trailblazers and the golden state warriors the warriors won the first game 
I don't remember the score. <laughs> yeah, it was probably should have pulled that twenty up. plus. They dubbed the yeah. the Blazers. Yeah, they, they won the first game at home. Blazers kept it close for a, for a hot minute, and then the Warriors just said, "Screw yeah. this." <laughs> I watched as much as I could. Same. There's a certain point with Golden State games where they just get a lead where I have to just Pretty, turn it off. That was exactly. I can what tell there's not going to be a comeback. Yep, it's, I was watching. It, I was like, "All right, they got it. Mm-hmm. They got it." Then the more you watch, you're like, "Oh, all right. Oh." Oh, mm-hmm. all right. You know, I've seen this song you dance for the last five mm-hmm. years. Click. 1694. <laughs> mm. 1694, yep. Do they need Do they need KD to win this series? No, no, moving on. Do they need KD to win the finals? No, moving on. No, I don't think they need KD to win the finals. They'll be fine without him. It would help, definitely, but they they can beat the Bucks in the finals without you, KD. You said it yourself. It, it was. You said it yourself. It was if it wasn't for a Herculean effort by LeBron James that year, yeah. they would have won the finals in a year where they broke the regular season record. Yeah, I agree. They, that year they should have won the finals, but they went. But LeBron James literally went into God mode and and saved and saved the Cavs elimination game. LeBron, yeah, something else. So I, the, they can win without KD. This team isn't as deep as it was though. They no. have very, very little depth compared yes. to what they had, especially now with the playoff rotations. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cousins being out, we still don't know when exactly he's going to come back. I want Cousins. I thought to he was going to be out. Will. I want Cousins to come back. I don't. I would, want him. It to would come be back. to the benefit of the Warriors and to Cousins himself if he's still trying to chase some form of money to not come back, because he won't be a hundred percent. He would. He would be worse than he already. I mean, statistically, you said that he that they made he made the Warriors worse. He comes back now, they're going to be even worse than yeah. that because he's just going to be a body. This is why I want him to come to back. It's going to be Giannis attacking him in the pick and Honestly, roll. Honestly, Giannis nonstop. would just look at him and like, all right, bet. Well, he and just takes, try to yam on him every he's, time. He's not a high He's not a high percentage shooter, even though he shoots in inside the three-point line. And that's taking away shots from Clay and Steph, that, let alone KD. Mm-hmm. He, I just I want him to come back. But either way, I – KD's out game two. KD is still out game two. He's questionable game three. He's still day to day. They don't know when he's gonna come back. Honestly, be the story just every day until he finally. I would would hold off on him. That's what I was saying. I would just sit him till the finals. If they go up two zero, yeah. Why not? And then if I guess then if the series gets tied and he's healthy, then bring him back. Yeah, throw him in some limited minutes. But I think Uh, they can beat. Unfortunately, I think they can beat Portland without him. I'm going to say, I would wait to the finals to let KD run, honestly. And on the off chance, Portland pushes this to a deep running back. Okay, get KD out there. Now, I I actually think the Bucks would almost be the favorite if KD doesn't play in the finals. I really do. Are we assuming DeMarcus Cousins is also not suiting up? Yeah. It's possible because people really forget how good uh, the Warriors still are without KD. Um, yeah. And what is their record now with Steph, but without KD is like twenty-eight and one. Yeah, it's, it's twenty-five it's and one now. Yeah. No, I agree. Like they're still a good team without him. They're a great team without him. And that's the thing. And I, uh, I actually forgot to bring this up with Kawhi Leonard too, but I think it's a big thing with KD. They play too much ISO ball. We saw it in the Houston series a lot, where KD started playing a lot of ISO ball. And it really made that offense stagnant. And Kawhi's been doing. Kawhi did it a lot last night. He's been doing it a lot for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. It just kind of slows down their offense. They're not good with it. Bucks are too good at rebounding. And now, you know, if you add KD into there, I. 
you know, it's hard to say someone like KD makes a team worse. He can make the – I don't want to say he makes the system worse. That doesn't make as much sense as I but thought it, it almost, was going to. But it almost hurts the team. It hurts other It hurts other people as far as them getting their shots because yeah. Kevin Durant can move the ball, but we've seen more times than, than not. When the ball gets to his hands, it sticks. And we've seen yes. that a lot more since he's gone to Golden State than and he I think, ever did when he was with OKC. And I think that's why Curry's been struggling this playoffs. Because, because he can't get his shots. He's, he's not getting his shots. And when the shots that he are that he is getting are not good looks, not always great. Oh, he's he, shooting fadeaway corner shots right. with one arm. He, he's, he's forcing at this yeah. point. Yeah. I. So now without KD... Clay and Steph are able to get back in the rhythm that they've had. And I love watching them play. Just it's Clay just and Steph, so just the two of them, I love watching them play, especially together. Yeah. They're, I, I think you can make a I think you can make a good argument saying that they're the best backcourt in the league. Oh, Absolutely. 100%. Yep. I think the only close the closest number 2 would be the team that they're playing. Exactly. That's why I think Portland has a decent shot because if Curry has an off game and both McCollum and Lillard are on, they could steal a game. They could. Or two. But I feel like that's but that's the reason that I really don't give Portland a chance in this series. If they had a really dominant wing player and a great big man, and they didn't have like the two well, killer they had guards, a great big man until he basically broke his until he broke, broke his, his leg. Yeah. But Cantor has stepped up in that role. That is he very has. true. He's putting up I mean, double doubles like crazy. That Cantor was a le- was a pretty legitimate big man for the most part of his career until okay, injuries, and then he got shipped around. Yeah, because yeah. New York wanted to go young. <laughs> How'd that work? Stupid. With Cantor's only like. 25-26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, really, realistically, they only have Lillard and McCollum. You can count Cantor. Harkless isn't that guy. Aminu's not that guy. But he is definitely a serviceable guy. And uh, then you got Seth on the bench. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. Rodney Rodney Hood. I love Rodney that guy. They should almost, I love Rodney I, Hood. I mean, he's been great off the bench, so you shouldn't really change that, but he should almost be in that starting lineup. He could be starting small forward. Yeah, he's been playing out of his mind in these couple in these last couple games. He, I, He's always been a good player. Yes. He just hasn't gotten the opportunities. Right. I mean, say he weirdly got frozen out by Ty Lue in the finals. Until, yeah. what was it, game five, when, when there was when a they few got minutes super, left? Right, and when he they just got started, super desperate. started right. dropping buckets mm-hmm. in garbage time to, still. But. And then he went to Utah last year. They traded him to Utah last year. No, nah, no, nah, Utah had him had him before he went to Cleveland. No, where did they trade him? Did they trade him? Did he just sign with Portland? He might have just signed. I think. I right. think he I'm came from the Jazz. Yeah, I'm thinking of Crowder. 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 Yep. But either way, yeah, he's been playing fantastic for them. So I, I don't know. They they're just gonna have to play better defense, I guess. Their defense on Curry was not working. You can't no. have Cantor sit right in front of the right in front of the basket and just let Curry pull up for that shot. Yeah. I agree. They're gonna they're gonna have to figure something out, but and they just kept doing it. They let that that strategy stick for the whole game. You know, I don't seemed. know if they were anticipating Curry just dropping it off to Draymond or Bogut or whomever, which we've seen numerous times. But when Steph Curry has the ball, you need a man on him at all times. I don't care. I don't care if he's on or if he's off. Well, if he's on, you better you better mm-hmm. be sending the entire fleet on him. If he's off, you need to at least still have have one guy on one guy on him and a guy at least playing almost the equivalent of a spy defense on him because the dude can yeah. get hot at the blink of an eye. And he can make any shot. Any shot that yep. him or even Clay shoots looks like it could go in. Yep. You don't like until they miss, you don't know that shot. Exactly. Miss. A bad like we've reached a point with Steph Curry. Or we're not right now we've reached a point. We have we are already at the point with Steph Curry in the last few years where anytime he heaves the ball up in the air and it is airborne, your first initial thought is, 
Oh, it's probably going to go yeah. in because he's done it. So until proven otherwise, you need to have a guy on him because, like you said, he can he can literally hit one sitting on the scores table, blindfolded, yeah. hurling the sucker with an arm tie behind his back, and he'll probably just rip the net if he wanted to. But to be fair, he hasn't been doing that this playoffs. Correct. And I've also been the same one who's numerous times on this podcast said that Curry just doesn't show up and show up yeah. in the postseason. Still, that is one of the best, if not the argument can be made, the best shooter in league history who, who if you blink, you blink. All it takes is literally, if anything, one shot for him to get hot. And then and then the net just looks like a freaking ocean yeah. to him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that probably makes me sound like a wee bit of a hypocrite, but I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, he hasn't been on. But especially when you're this close to the finals, I'm still keeping a close eye on him, especially now that he and Clay are getting into that rhythm because you don't have a guy where the ball is sticking to his hands like Kevin Durant. This is when I'm just like, okay, yeah, keep an eye on him. If Durant was on the team, you'd be like, all right, let him be. You already know the guy who's going to shoot. You know Curry's going to shoot here. And he had a good game against Portland, right? Yeah. So, 9 for 15 from 3, 20, 12 from 23, 36 points. There you go. Yeah, and and even Clay dropped twenty six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was the third leading scorer on the Warriors? Be Draymond with twelve. That's the only other right. thing I don't like their depth. Yeah, they're how many guys are they playing? Well, I'm. I mean, they lost KD. So. To be fair, in this game, both teams played eleven, twelve people. Yeah, I guess with um, the the garbage time yeah. at the end. But realistically, sense. they have they have Urepko, they have Bell, they have Looney, Livingston, and Cook plays every once in a while too. So they have people, but none of those people scream, you know, sixth man of the year mm-hmm. in no. my mind. And even their even their other starter, they have I mean Iguodala, who's a solid guy, not shooting well. Bogut out there for rebounds, and then Draymond, who's ungodly inconsistent. <laughs> Iguodala's been stepping up slightly. He always kind of ups it in the playoffs. I don't know. I I think they're going to take care of Portland. Portland will win one game. Maybe they could take both at home without KD. I was going to say, do you think the game that Portland takes is at the Oracle, or do they have to go home for it? It's going to be in Portland. Um, If they were to win one at Oracle, it should have been game one. In my mind, it would have had to be game one. Yeah, we talked about it. They need to win one of these two games without Kevin Durant. Exactly. With no KD, you gotta just come in hot, just just take over. Just yeah. we saw how that worked for Houston. Yeah. Well, well then, the then again, it was it was they had two opportunities. I mean, you mentioned two opportunities: yeah. Steph going down for a period of time, for and game then, one, and then KD going down for yeah. the rest of that series. And they didn't get the lead in either of those situations, and that those opportunities kill them. You know, if someone goes down and their system is thrown off. Attack them, especially when it's two of their biggest yeah. stars. Yeah. Unfortunately for Portland, Golden State had an opportunity to make a new game plan going yeah. into this game because they knew Kevin he'd Durant. be out yeah. right so which is funny when the new game plan is what we've seen before from this team a system that remember what we did three years ago yeah we're doing that again <laughs> <laughs> remember when we broke the regular season record yeah y'all still remember that you want yeah. 73 all right, games cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. all right cool we're, we're gonna run that back dust off the playbook we're going there we're going there katie just chill we we all right i really think i even with Kevin Durant, I think Milwaukee has a strong chance at winning the finals. Did Kevin Durant play them when the Bucks went to or- went to the Oracle? I have no idea. Beat the tar out of them. Not sure. 
Now, granted, someone was sitting. I don't remember who it was. Now, granted, even when even when the Warriors came to Milwaukee, the Bucks put up one one hell of a fight. They always do these last few years. I've noticed they always do. They play them. They play them so well. Like literally, it reaches the point where they play them so well. Like you just you take a LeBron-led team who always plays the Warriors fairly well because LeBron, and then you take the Bucks who always play the Warriors well because team. You Giannis. I thought Giannis. you were gonna say because Giannis. No. Well, mostly Giannis, but for the most, but it's, been, it's, the thing? it's, it's more of a team ball with yeah. them in comparison to a LeBron-led team. Do you think Golden State would be able to do a wall like these last two teams have been able to? I don't think they're that as strong as these last two teams. It would need to be did they, the three did they run the biggest wall? guys. Did they run the wall in the two I meetings? Think, I don't think, I think, I don't think anyone ran the wall until the Celtics series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds all like Brad Stevens thing. Yeah. Which, of course it is. <laughs> I love Brad Stevens. <laughs> It would have to be Bogut, Draymond, Iwadala. You are parking Draymond down in yeah. the paint if if Giannis even looks makes a glance at the rim. But even like, then, I don't trust Bogut defensively, and Giannis is bigger than both Draymond and and. Uh, well, Draymond, just, you don't need Draymond to go up and actually go up and jump. Well, then with he's him. just you gonna need, foul st- uh, Giannis all time. You need Draymond just to be. Essentially, you need him to throw off his game somehow, which doesn't he's shooting, work. He's yeah. shooting nine for twelve for the three from free throw. Yeah, but still, you want Draymond to rattle him, get in his head, and everything. Because I don't think Giannis has. He's, re- but he's not. That's the thing. Because yeah. that's what the Raptors did yesterday. Exactly, and he still just drives. He's he he's not. But you know that's what they're going to do because that's what, that's Dray- what they're going to try. That's to what do. Draymond's good at. He is a very good defensive player who's going to do everything on him. I think if anything, he's the one that draws that defensive assignment on Giannis before anything. This be the matchup. Just yeah, that, that'll be the matchup all game long. I don't like. It's they, almost gonna have to be. They're either gonna park Draymond down low, or you're, or you are mm-hmm. sicking him on Giannis the entire game, wherever he is. I don't care if you have Brooke Lopez or anyone out there, or if someone who's a better matchup for Draymond. You are sending Draymond that's on Giannis. That's the other thing. I'm thinking of all these matchups. Bogut's gonna have to guard Lopez. Yes, that's a lot of we'll three points. Stretch him out. Just keep him by the three point line. Miritich is gonna be guarded by KD. That you know, most likely. That's okay. You're either gonna see KD or Draymond on. But Giannis. that means yeah. KD is gonna have to come in a lot, and then it's gonna give Miritich a lot of shots. Giannis is gonna be guarded by Draymond. He's bigger than Draymond in every aspect. And then you got uh, Steph and Clay. Well, Clay's a guarding. Clay Clay's is very a good. damn good defender. But he's gonna he's be guarding under- Middleton, and, and Middleton's been guarded. He was guarded by. Uh, he's been. Guarded by Kawhi these le- this yes. last game, and he get, did get shut down. But that's when the other people in the who was on Giannis mm-hmm. was Siakam on Giannis. Siakam, Siakam yeah. was on Giannis again, not big enough to guard. I was going to say, why would you do? I would, I would almost switch that. Middleton would dribble around Siakam pretty well, I think. Risk I think for, they, risk versus reward. You're going to have to. I mean, I would put my star on their star. I think they. Ha- I think they have it right. I think they have it right with the length of Siakam. I think it works. On Giannis because Giannis is going to drive and you're going to draw four people in and he's either going to shoot it or kick it out either way and then you, you know Kawhi even if, even if the, Kawhi's on him as like the help defender or exactly. going for a tip pass or something right, like that right. instead of being the one first guy there at Giannis and that's why the system works so well because Giannis is either going to make that layup he's going to get fouled and make his free throws or he's going to kick it out to one of four shooters on the outside that's why this Bucks team is so good. Isn't this what every LeBron team tried to make? Yeah. Tried to make? I will reiterate the stat, and I will actually correct myself on the stat that I said on Monday. We are the second best three-point shooting team in the league. Who's the first? Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, why did I even ask? We are the second best three-point shooting team in the league. Our best sh- player Doesn't even barely shoot even shoots mm-hmm. threes. 
And we are the best statistically defensive team in the league. That is a recipe for a championship. It, I don't think it matters who we play. I honestly believe. Do we have the stats? Does anyone know what the stats were uh, for the Warriors that year? The record-setting year? No. Because they had, I guarantee you, they're the top shooting team. But oh, 100%. I wonder what their defensive metrics were. Not sure. I don't think they were the best defensive team. But then again, the team that beat the Warriors in lieu of one of their big runs was, shocker, shocker, Milwaukee. Yeah. Y'all remember that? Yeah. We, yeah, I we actually, snapped their undefeated streak. I, I actually could have went to that game. I legit had every opportunity to go to the game, and then I didn't. I, I firmly believe that we have a strong chance to beat them in six or seven. I agree. I think there's definitely a strong chance. It really it is going to sound dumb, but it's going to come down to what happens in the game. If Giannis can make the right decisions, mm-hmm. uh, the shooters can make the shots. Um, we just get the matchups and stuff right. We got to play that whoever offense on Steph Curry. Keep him involved as much as possible mm-hmm. while he's on defense. Well, that's the thing. Brogdon and uh, Bloodsaw have been playing great defense. Like Kyle Lowry went off yesterday, but that's just because he was making shots. Mm-hmm. Like the, these two still have been playing very, very good defense. And then you throw and I don't know. We still have Sterling Brown who we can play. Yeah, just we to still fill have in, put someone out there. DJ Wilson when he heals up that ankle, uh-huh. if we want to throw him in defensively. Yes, sir. We have a, I, I just, I really like this Bucks team. I really do. That's what I'm we'll saying. see. It just seems, it seems that that D word that I don't that, <laughs> it, it seems like it. It seems like it. You don't put a get. This team was constructed in a way that I think that after they play, you're just like, oh, goddamn, they're good. They're very good. And then I think the thing that I really woke them up was that game against the Warriors where they go into their home court and just monkey stuff mm-hmm. them. Because that gives them the faith. Like, we, we beat them. We've right. done this before. That we gave, can do it again. That gave them the faith. That gave the fans. That gave the entire mm-hmm. – that put, essentially put the league on notice. It was like, oh, okay, Giannis is a star, but it wasn't just Giannis who beat them. Mm-hmm. Hold, okay. This whole team steps up. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. One personal, you know, go quiet, Chris Middleton, probably in this series if he's – Going to be guarded by Kawhi, but that's fine. Lopez will step up. Bledsoe will step up. Miritich will step up. Brogdon will step up off the bench. Giannis I'm really hoping for Bledsoe to step up. Yeah. I'm really, really hoping to see some big things out of Bledsoe. He needs to drive Bledsoe. more. He needs to drive a lot more. Yeah. He's been shooting a little too much mm-hmm. for my liking. But then again, I'm sure Bud will be on him about that. Coach Bud will say, hey, you were driving and it was working. You were shooting and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Drive more. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you even at, just as a – as a peewee coach for basketball, what do they tell you? Inside out. You work get get your shot at the inside, mm-hmm. get that confidence up. The rim just looks bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Hell, that's what my freaking dad would tell me all the time. And I wasn't that great of a shooter. I won't pretend to say that I was. I never really was. But you you probably you get inside, you get your confidence up, you and then when the defense commits to going inside, mm-hmm. at that point they're leaving you open. Your get confidence your is up. Let it ride at that point. Mm-hmm. Then just just send it, honestly. Let's talk about the mock draft. Yeah. Oh, the draft. Hey, what's going on in there? I don't know. I okay. don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the draft. So the lottery was <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> Hello. The New draft, York. The dra- yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I had the, to get that out. The draft lottery was Tuesday night, and the New Orleans Pelicans got the number one pick. Yeah. And it goes Memphis, New York, <laughs> Lakers. I don't remember who has five. The Bulls got seven Cavaliers, again. Cavaliers, Suns, Bulls, Hawks, Wizards, Hawks. 
And with- LOL New York. <laughs> That's all I have to say. They, everyone was so confident. They it was were a lock. so ready. It was such a lock. It was, everybody thought. It was such a, we, it, I guess, but well, it, everyone was so ready. People had tattoos. Yeah. People had jerseys. People were already printing things in the paper. They already had things on everything. My, and then what happens? <laughs> the number, I have never laughed so hard and have never wanted, and I've never roasted a fan base harder not named New England, than the the New York Knicks. Because I have never seen a fan base get so hyped over something that was somewhat of a guarantee but not a guarantee, Yeah, lose their minds, get so arrogant in typical New York fashion, and then get let down so hard. I have never left. Sorry, Carl. Please don't hate me. But... (laughs) Good lord, that was fun to watch. I think my least favorite sports fans in the world are people who get tattoos before something happens. They're my I hate them. They're the stupid. Dallas Super Bowl guy. The I Dallas think Super Bowl guy with the Zion logo. It was a chick. Unless there was, was two of them. There was, a, there was a chick I, who got one it, on her ankle. I'm pretty sure there was a chick who got a Zion. I don't care who it is. It's fucking stupid. Agreed. <laughs> like, come on. Like... At one point in that thought process, you should go, yeah, but this might not happen, so I should wait until it happens to get the fucking permanent tattoo on my skin. 86% chance that they wouldn't get the first pick, and you go and get the tattoo. That's fucking and stupid! You're betting on 14%. <laughs> right. 14% oh, that <laughs> things are going to go your way. Making a permanent mark on your and skin. And in typical New York Knicks fashion, it doesn't go mm-hmm. their way. That was the... Colin Cowherd's statement um, that you sent me: Knicks are too hypothetical, yeah, for their dynasty. Yeah. Too hypothetical. It's all too hypothetical because now, who even knows the future of the of the Knicks? Are they going to get a Durant or a Kyrie or a Jimmy Butler or a Kawhi? Are they going to get anyone? Well, apparently, there's a bunch of reports saying that Kevin Durant to uh, the Knicks is as close to a go yeah. as it can possibly They're be. Saying, I've been Stephen A that. said Stephen A said 95%. Yeah. I, they I, said I, it is a for sure thing, but there is that emotional side of Kevin Durant. I don't right. get how it can be that close when the season isn't over yet. Right. We still got I'm unfinished you, business in Golden so State. We kind of we kind of talked about this while we were uh, sitting outside. Oh god. You think hey, hey, speaking of the Knicks, y'all might want to hear this. What? 2020 title odds tied for third best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, All right. That's it, hypothetical Kev- 2020 odds. The Kevin Durant thing. The Kevin Durant thing. Yeah. Uh, because of that 95%. And you – so me and you were talking about this. You think if the Warriors win, Kevin Durant leaves. Well, my whole thing, I feel like we Bucks try to – number two. All right. Good. That's we we to try check. to predict it too much. I've I've been saying for a while, oh, if if they win and they three-peat, KD will leave. He'll feel like he accomplished everything that he could in Golden State, and he'll move on to his next chapter, as big of a meme as that was. Um, <laughs> and, and, Still a meme. And if they I lose – Browns if, won a couple months ago. If they lose, um, he would think maybe I have unfinished business. Mm. Maybe we're not a super team. People can't keep giving me shit for joining this team because we win every year. We lost. Lost. I guess. I feel like we're trying to predict it too much. That's Same thing fair. with Kawhi saying, "Oh, he he's going to L.A. He knows what team he wants to be on." Or, "Oh, if if uh, it's going to take a Raptors going to the finals or Raptors winning the finals for him to stay, we have no idea. They could be completely set. It could be as black and white as that. Oh, if we lose in this round, I'll stay. I'll leave." 
That's true, but I think the fun thing about trying to anticipate, especially where a guy like Kevin Durant is going, is because, I mean, free agency is predictable as it is. Kevin Durant himself is unpredictable. Yep. So, I mean, we all thought that he had a that he had it good in OKC. Why would he want to leave there? He they were on the cusp of beating the That's Golden State funny. Warriors. They should have beaten the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. That team could have been if they stayed together the next year, they could have beaten the Golden State Warriors. But then what does he do? I he, lost three one, you lost three one, let's uh get together and not lose three one. <laughs> it was K D who choked it away, really. Yeah, exactly. In game six especially. He had to go around a supporting cast because he can't do it by himself. I I don't know. Like you said, it, it we do predict a lot. I think he's gone, but I personally think he's been gone. Yeah. I thought I saw based on certain things in the middle of the season, I was like, Yep, he's out. Like this dude can't stand it here anymore. He got his I mean, rings peace. Hearing him talk about it, it seems almost like the opposite. Maybe this was just the one the one clip that I saw. Um he was just talking about how much fun it was. To have just Steph, Clay, and him on the same team. I and bet it is fun yeah, to have a bunch of superstars exactly. on That's the, the same team. It will be fun for me too, and I could be playing left bench. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's fun as it'll be fun as hell. I don't think they can keep all three of them though. Financially. They would all have to take smaller deals. Yeah. Somebody somebody would have to leave. Is Draymond a free agent or does no, he have another no, year? No, but I, I guarantee just... you at some point Draymond does, would be if Durant isn't doesn't leave, I think Draymond is either the first or the second one to leave that team. I think one, either Clay or, or Kevin are leaving us. I don't want Clay to leave. I, I really either, want Clay to stay. Unless he comes to either the Lakers or the Bucks. If we let Middleton walk and we let uh, Ilasova walk, we could what hypothetically. If? I'm just saying. It's, it's Clay Thompson, like in my uh, online 2K league, <laughs> goes and signs with the Sacramento Kings. Oh, 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 that's not far fetched. The Kings looked really good, and then and they have money, and then fired their and then fired their coach because they're idiots. And Vlade Divac is is an idiot GM, but yeah. a, and a halfway decent player. But good God, that De'Aaron, can you De'Aaron Fox and can you an imagine one of those guys going to that Sacramento Kings team? Holy shit! Just holy shit. There's a lot that could happen in this free agency. But anyway, back to the draft. I would yeah, that's where we started. started. Right, I was going to say. If you were Zion Williamson. Did you hear the reports? Would you go back to Duke? So you have heard the reports. There's, did you, did there's, you hear the counter reports? There is a counter report saying that his he is stepdad. not considering. It was, I mean, I don't know how uh, reliable like a statement from his stepdad would be if he's like the spokesperson for right. what I, don't, but, I have no idea. Regardless, if you were Zion and you knew that you were most likely being drafted by the New Orleans Pelicans, would you go back to Duke? No. Really? I would get drafted. I would be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. doesn't matter what team has taken me. If I don't like the situation, I'm not going to resign. How many years um, you're locked into three or four for your rookie Depends contract? Your, yeah, usually three or four. So just take as short of a contract as you can if you're not sure on the situation. But you can't – I mean, you can only declare for the draft once. So if he goes back to Duke – I mean, technically he can, he can declare again next year. He would just have – I thought you can only declare technically once. He would just have to sign with the team, right? No, I think you can, no, you can, de- you can declare because – can go back you, and declare. Because the, right. the NBA made that rule 
I guess I don't know. That, I thought they made that rule to discourage the one and done. So the people who do the one and done don't get drafted. Well, can't the, just go back and, oh, I'm going to try again next year. Well, I think they amended it to the point where it's like, if you don't sign an agent and everything, you still have the right, right, I saw to, that, go, yeah. still have the right to go back. No and, agent. And Zion has not signed an agent and has not signed the shoe deal yet. I personally, and I, I, I do like your thinking of that, is, you know, take a short contract and leave if you don't like the situation. But there is nothing in the New Orleans Pelicans history with the current people that they have there that would show to me that they're going to change anything within the next three years. That's true. And this says a lot about the Pelicans. Um, yeah. The fact that Anthony Davis still wants out. Yeah. It's and not. The, and yeah, the fact they that they get the number one pick, you get a bona fide future star. And, and he's he like, said, no, nope. I still want like, peace. Yeah. Like, and the fact, and the fact that this is even a story that people are talking about Zion, maybe not yeah. going back to college, not going professional, right. Just mm-hmm. because they might get drafted by this team. And that he, says a lot about Zion the could risk it all going back. He could, that that ankle injury or yeah. that knee injury could be a lot worse. He could tear something, and he he can go. He goes from a from a lotto pick to late first round, could do his Achilles and just totally right. fuck himself. So Zion has the most to lose here, and then the Pel- as you said, the Pelicans. This is it seems you unlucky. know you're a bad franchise. You're a poorly operated franchise when this happens. I think the Pelicans, honestly, if they were smart, you trade Anthony Davis for something. And then trade the first round pick for something too. Try to reload that way. Well, I mean, they sure. were so. Did you see the video? How all of them were like so shocked that they got the number one pick. I think. I think after when the cameras are off, they were just like, "Oh fuck, we got the number one pick. Now what do we do?" Well, they were happy because they know they're losing their star. So now they they think yeah, they and can they get another one. Mm-hmm. The other one might not want to be there either. If you were the Pelicans, would you consider taking someone else? Because of all this. Speculation. Mm. I think you get the best guy. That's Zion, and then you just it's and Zion. you try. You just try to reassure him, and you do everything. Starting, you they should have been starting to do what I'm about to say the moment they they saw that they got the number one pick, which is they they need to start fixing everything that is wrong in that front office from the top all the way down, because you draft Zion and you are trying like hell to keep him. Because mm-hmm. the last thing you want, the dead last thing you want is another LeBron scenario when he uh when he was with Cleveland. That's that's what the last thing yeah. you want here. Cuz at this rate, we're going to get that version too. I kind of wanted Cleveland with the first pick. <laughs> I would have liked that better that than New Orleans. Yeah, Zion did, wanted the Knicks to get the number 1 pick. Apparently he laughed and everything and then quickly when the Pelicans got the number 1 pick, they he was he was whisked away. I saw well, that. Everything. Apparently you know, he was laughing with RJ Barrett. Yeah, he like, had like a reaction to yeah. it. Yep, like this. joking around. Prior apparently prior to the draft lottery, Williamson had a positive meeting with the New Orleans uh, with New Orleans and uh, he cited the Pelicans as a target team to start a career. So apparently he's That's in. Interesting. Apparently he's all in. So when did that come out? Literally tweeted today. This morning. Today. That's when this tweet came out. This this report and his stepdad saying that he's not even considering. Yeah. Returning. So he would. So he would favor or at least tolerate yeah. being a member of Luca. So yeah, if if Zion enters, I think he goes number one. I mean, that's he should. A, that's a for sure. He should. Thing. I don't know if the Grizzlies should pick John Morant. The me- me- I Memphis, think they should. They're locked in on him, and it makes sense. They've got like they have Connolly. He's. He, I didn't like it at first. That was my first. Conley's thought. phasing out. Conley's phasing I out, guess. and that would be a good mentor for that's a John fair. Morant. So mm-hmm. I think that is the best pick for the Grizzlies is to go get Morant. I and think getting future- a big guy like R.J. Barrett might be good to pair with Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. 
True, but I don't create the Twin Towers Part Two. But I like that. But I like that pick and roll combo of uh, Jaron yes. Jackson and John Morant. He's yeah. a dynamic ball can't. handler. They can't go wrong, honestly. They really yeah. can't. They could pick one of like four people at this point. I uh, think John Morant's the best one for Memphis, given the given the situation that is presented to them. I think he's the best one. It's a walking triple double, basically. Th- okay, so assuming Zion and then Ja. Who do the Knicks take? R.J. Barrett. You think R.J. So? Barrett? You got to go R.J. Barrett. I'm, I'm not. At that point, again, if you're the Knicks, you go from being that hopeful and everything, mm-hmm. taking the number one pick to number three. At that point, you take best available, and the best available <laughs> at that point just so happens to be the guy that played alongside Zion. He you did take not. RJ still Barrett. a great player. Exactly. He did not still impress me player. in the tournament. He really didn't. He looked like he, the spotlight hit him, and he was not able to answer. I don't know. But, I think the Lakers but, should. But still, we all, we all know that it, – Pass Zion and Ja. He's the he is the third best player in this draft. They gotta yeah. take him. I don't think he'll be a top. Th- after that rookie year, he won't be top three. Uh, R.J. Barrett won't be top three in the rookie. Voting. Someone could step up over him, like DeAndre will. Hunter, yeah. even Bull Bull. I love Bull Bull. Yeah. But you I can, think you can't just like hopefully just pick someone lower and hope that they skyrocket up. The best available. I, after I mean that Kevin. Rookie. I mean Kevin Knox looked hella looked really good, and he was a, mm-hmm. a lowest draft pick. I think Cam Reddish. Is going to be a fantastic pro. I think. I so. think he has Where a good do you think pro he game. Ends up? I, he should go to the Lakers. <laughs> Lakers are going to trade their pick. I have a whole theory on that. Ooh, that's interesting. I kind of want to hear this theory. Would you like to quickly explain? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Lakers have number four pick. Yep. They're going to offer as close to the deal that they offered the Pelicans during the season. Say you pick three out of the four of Josh Brandon Hart, Ingram, yeah. Lonzo Ball, and. Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, plus the number four pick, you get Anthony Davis. Kyrie Irving signs with the Lakers in the offseason. Apparently that's a no, a hard no. Okay, well, I'm fantasy booking the NBA real quick. (laughs) So so you have Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis as your big three. And then in New Orleans, you have potentially Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Kyle Kuzma, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Ingram, Josh Hart, replace any of those two. Whoever they want to draft it for. And whoever they want to draft it for, DeAndre you want to get you want to get Cam Zion Reddish. and Cam Reddish. Let's say the Knicks uh, take a stupid pick and drop down, and then RJ. they get they get RJ and Zion again. Yeah, I, that could be interesting, because they're still high on Anthony Davis. The Lakers are. Yeah, like they. I bet that was another thing I did want to talk about, so we can talk about that. LeBron yeah. wants his guy, dude. I'm gonna say I. I'm gonna say I ain't got anywhere to be till five. Apparently, the top couple places that Anthony Davis is going to be next year would either to be stay in New Orleans against his will, basically, the Lakers because they're so in on him, the Celtics, or the Knicks, the Knicks since they didn't get their. So, similarly, I don't know if they have enough or the same talent that the Lakers have to offer a pit or to offer that. Uh, the Knicks, yeah, that so. without still have, I mean, because they're probably going to lose Kyrie, I would imagine. Just assuming that they lose Kyrie. The Celtics? You, yeah. Oh, no, I meant the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. Okay. Yeah. The Knicks, I don't even know what you offer, really. Your biggest For Anthony trade, Davis? Your biggest trade ship is already chilling in I Dallas. don't even know who's on their team anymore. I mean, you have Kevin Dennis Knox. Smith. Dennis, Dennis Smith, Smith Kevin Jr. Knox, and uh, someone. Is Hardaway? No, Hardaway's not Mitchell there. Mitchell Robinson. Hardaway's gone. Oh, yeah. And you're giving away all your three potentially exactly. young players for but then one if guy. You, but then if you're the Knicks, you trade all that away, you get Anthony Davis, and then you bring in a Kawhi Leonard, a Jimmy Butler, a Kyrie Irving, but again, a Kevin Durant. Yeah. But nothing's guaranteed. And as if the Lotto's proved anything, if Knicks history the last 10 years has proven everything, 
nothing is just when you think it's a lock with the Knicks, it's it never happens. So I would, you can you they can usually trade everybody, get Anthony Davis, and then people will still be will look at the Knicks and go, eh, nah, exactly. And you'll just be stuck with Anthony Davis and no one. Because if KD doesn't want to go to the Knicks, Kyrie doesn't want to go to the Knicks for whatever reason, them getting AD might change their mind. But if it doesn't, then you just have AD, just and AD. yeah, right. And then if and if and then essentially if you're AD, it's basically New Orleans, but Northeast. Yeah. When you're the only one, and this, but in this case, the team that would traded for you traded everyone for you. What did you yeah. get, Anthony Davis? What did it cost you? Everything. <laughs> And he what could about, just opt out then. What about Boston? He, he could. He really could have. I mean, Boston has, has enough pieces. That's, that's enough what pieces. I was getting to. If they lost Kyrie, I don't know what they offer then. You give up Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Terry. Terry. I mean, he's Roger. a free agent, though. Is he? Yeah. Oh. And he's Gary leaving. Terry's a free agent? He's I gone. Th- I would he gets Terry. He's, he's gone. gone. You think yeah. he's gone? Oh. He said, Who's fuck gonna- the Celtics. Oh, really? I mean, not in those words, oh, okay. but yeah, he, he was like, yeah, I sacrificed so much. Like, the ball was always in Kyrie or Gordon's hands. That's what I'm I was now. either sitting in the corner or on the bench. See, that's what, I mean, Rose, if, I'm, if I'm Brad Rose Stevens. Rose can be a starter. Somewhere. If I'm Brad Stevens, I sit him down and I say, hey, come back and you can be the guy. We won't keep Kyrie. Come back and you'll be the guy. But you, but they need to make sure that they show Kyrie the door at that point. Yeah. They, they can't be like, you know, Terry, come back. You'll be the guy. And then and then Kyrie's like, no, nah, I'll, I'll come back. And they're like. Yeah, come back. We, yeah. we want you. We want I you. Come back. Come back. They want him. They shouldn't want him. They shouldn't want him. But that's their worst team with him. <laughs> they go to, if they do what you say, which is go up to Terry and be like, "Hey, Rozier, you're our guy." That's what I would. We do. We recognize that you led that second unit, and when Kyrie went down, you led us to the Eastern Conference. Right, you led finals. to the Eastern Conference Finals. You are our guy. Yeah. Forget what Kyrie says he wants, or if he mm-hmm. wants to come back or takes less. You're with us. Yeah. You. They have to do that. And then if Kyrie's just like, I lied. I like it here. I'm sorry. I repent for everything I did. I'm going to stay. And they're like, yeah, 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 I don't think they would do that, though. I don't think they would do that. They shouldn't. And Danny Ainge is a smart guy. And Brad Stevens is an even smarter guy. I don't think it would happen. But especially that happens. If they sit down and they have that conversation with Terry Rozier and they say, you're our guy. And then Kyrie goes, oh, I want to stay. They're going to say, sorry. You messed up. <laughs> you didn't lead us to where Terry led us. You, yeah. you aren't as good uh, a, uh, an option as as Terry Rozier is. So game seven against LeBron James. Exactly. I I just I, I think that would be an interesting thing. But yeah, I don't. I guess they'd have they have who do they? What pieces do they have? They Jalen Brown. They have Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum. I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum. I wouldn't want to. I, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to trade Jason Tatum. Um, if they re, if they re-signed Kyrie, they could trade Kyrie. They could trade Kyrie, or they could trade for Anthony Davis and keep Kyrie. Right. Yes. The reason that they couldn't during the season was some contract rule or there something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, I don't remember. So if they were to re-sign him, they could try to hammer that out. I just I feel like he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, I mean traded, honestly, that's the only logical place at this point yeah uh, uh, all of that's what he's doing um connor left for anyone who realized that he went quiet <laughs> tom if you want to grab his mic real quick tom just walked yeah, in the room fill in. musical chairs on first round ko oh, oh yeah uh, how, how long uh does it take you guys to do the thing do what thing there's not really time how long before someone like 
Oh, it, I mean, I dropped an F, you know, about 20 minutes ago. Oh, well, what the fuck, man? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I Because I got, what did I get pissed about? <laughs> I don't even remember what I got pissed about. But so, anyway. so what are we on about right now? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Where, yes. where does he go? Uh, Pelicans got first round pick, right? They have the first overall pick. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, what he meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, everyone Deep has a first round no, pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the Bulls got screwed, got seven for third year in a row. Uh, I like the new lottery system. It, it was very exciting. It eliminates tanking. Watching it live was exciting. You know, I think he might stay if they get Zion. He already said he's not going he's to. He's not going to. He already to. said that shit. That uh, doesn't change his mind at all. Oh, wow. He still wants to leave. <laughs> he said it. If I was Anthony He said it Tuesday night, literally, because the reports are like, maybe he'll stay. Yeah. And then, like, five minutes after, he was like, he was like, no, nah, I'm staying. If I was Anthony Davis, I'd stay. But could they where, ask well, him? Uh, where would he go now, though? Knicks, possibly? That's what we were talking about. Yeah. I, but, but because Knicks are getting Zion, so whatever, you get AD, you get KD. The Knicks are not getting Zion. That's what you meant. Yeah, that's what not I said. Yeah, they're not. They're not okay. getting Zion. Yeah. So you get AD, you get KD. I'm gonna get up so Connor can have his mic. Right. <laughs> but like, yeah. I think Lakers. I think. Yeah, that's my. That's I, my two cents. It makes the, the most five sense to me. <laughs> I think. I think Duncan's right. I think Lakers are the, uh, are the most logical thing. Like they where, have. They where, have the I'm best. Say, where, where do we leave off? Where Where we leave? We off? talked about Boston, but the, the, there's a lot of different issues there. If I mean, my yeah. My big thing, um, if I may, uh, with, with with Boston, is that even when like they pro they they prove that without Kyrie Irving, that core. Is definitely good enough, and the key thing with that core is that they did it without Hayward, who was also hurt. Right. Yeah. And I think they Hay- should both leave. Actually, <laughs> wrong. Try th- Hayward. I think Hayward should stay. <laughs> I think Hayward. Sh- I definitely <laughs> think Hayward should stay. I think he would benefit just as much as the rest of them with Kyrie gone, because Hayward sure. is a guy who can be like who can just sit in a court, you know, in the wing, and drop threes and take over when he absolutely need- needs to, considering all the other guys on that team. I I think Hay- Hayward fits with that team better than Kyrie ever did. My turn to fantasy book. Resign Terry Rozier. Okay. Resign Kyrie. Okay. Tell Ray- Terry Rozier that you're trading Kyrie, because you are. You're a fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> Resign both of them. Hey Kevin. <laughs> trade. Trade whatever picks and you know, trade Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, and Morris for Anthony Davis. I'm not taking that deal. And then you have, New Orleans. And then you have, well, Gosh. I mean, throw in other players. That's true. That's fine, too. Give me a pick. But then too. you have Terry Rozier. You have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Anthony Davis, and Al Horford. I love Al Horford. He's good. <laughs> He's good at what he does. That's what I, I'd play the snake game on Kyrie. <laughs> like, oh, you want to stay? That's cool. I mean, if you're going to go screw someone Sit over if you're gonna screw someone over it might as well be Kyrie. as much as i like i i really do like Kyrie, but I, he's making it hard i feel yeah. like i was gonna say i feel like i've watched you the last few years materialize from the biggest kind i met you as the one of the bigger Kyrie Irving fans yeah. i've ever, ever, ever met and i'm about to leave in 48 hours and i think you've materialized or rather deteriorized or he's still one of the better has a detractor of his talent wise he's one of the best point guards in the league yes but he can't lead a team I thought he was the second best point guard in the league. Until I thought so this too. Season. He is definitely the second best point guard. Damian Lillard tied. He's tied. He's he's tied for two for me. I honestly, with, with Damian Lillard. Lillard. At this point, I'll put Lillard over Kyrie. I, I, I never wanted to do that when. No. I when, would go Curry. <sighs> I would go Curry, uh, Lillard, then Irving. At yeah. this At this point, honestly, I completely agree. Westbrook is number thirty-two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Oh God. Yeah. For I, personal reasons or actual reasons. Both. <laughs> Both, yeah. Both. 
there's a reason that Hart well Harden got traded, but there's a reason <laughs> that he didn't want to stay, and there's a reason that KD didn't or didn't want to stay. I, Paul George is sick in the head for staying. <laughs> You leave my guy alone. I will not really leave crazy him alone party. because he called himself Playoff P. Playoff P? <laughs> oh, my God. Let it go. I won't let it go. It's a stupid name. I liked it. He changed his number for a reason. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know how we got to work basketball out uh, with the four of us. What do you mean? We go outside. That's something we can talk about after the show. Yeah. You asked if there's something. Not- to, you asked if there's something to talk about. I technically gave on the, the podcast. We're still on mic. I'm the Hawks <laughs> got screwed. Can we not go to a gym? They're clo- no, what- close. Again, we'll talk about it after. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Is there anything? Atlanta Hawks in the what NBA. About the Hawks? They got Let's screwed. They got the Hawks. eighth pick and the tenth pick. How's How that being screwed? screwed? <laughs> they have two top ten picks. Because they should have been higher. They had a pretty oh, bad record. I I mean. Again, I just personally think that I personally want to see whatever this dr- draft lottery system is implemented into the NFL. I want tanking eliminated, what and is I want now? more interest. What huh? in worst, worst record. It's just worst, it's just it's worst, worst record. Yeah. In yeah. order. I want to see some sort. I'm this. I, I mean, it's only been one year, but this lottery has brought excitement and uh, unpredictability into the NBA draft, and I love it. And I, I don't know how it works, but I love it. Exactly. The Pelicans got the first pick when the Knicks were the favorite. I love it. <laughs> I want to see this in the in the NFL. I Even if it's not because it. what is it? It's like the – is it the top 14 teams or the bottom 14 teams, I, I think guess? I so, yeah. yeah. Even if it's the, te- the top 10 for the NFL draft, I don't care. But I want to see some sort of lottery system. I, I think that would – I think it benefits the sport because now you get teams looking at the Knicks who say, okay, they traded a bunch of people to try to go young. And translation it, tank. It, translation tank. And they didn't get their top pick. So now it's like, okay, we might as well just send it and maybe we'll get the first round pick, even if we almost <laughs> missed the playoffs. <laughs> like, right. I love it. I, I would love to see it in the NFL. I think it'd be fun. I don't think we'll get it for a while, but. Nah. I don't know. If I were Zion, I'd stay at Duke. <laughs> Why? No. I, I explained it earlier. Pel- the you Pelicans have. Rich- the Pelicans, as a franchise, have not shown me anything. Or I get drafted and I sit and demand a trade. All right, fuck the Pelicans then. Go and get your money. At that point, you're the number. You only. He might not get the opportunity to be the number one pick next year because something could happen. You yeah. take that opportunity now. Get drafted number one overall. Get your shoe deal. Get your money. You play up for a little bit. Validate why you're the number one pick. Force your way out. If I'm Zion, I get drafted. Or pull an Eli Manning for all I get. And I walk onto that stage, I put on the New Orleans hat, and I walk up to that microphone, and I throw the New Orleans hat back in the crowd and say, trade me, and walk off the stage. (laughs) If he stayed for the mandatory years on his contract. I think it's like three, four. I think it's three, yeah, depending on the the, the option I think it's like a four-year deal. Yeah, I think it's two years, and then there's a two-year option. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to want to leave after one year. And I think it's a team option, it's, so he's probably locked option. in for four years. Oh, he's for sure locked um, in for four. At the end of that contract, if they don't make the playoffs or don't surround him with with talent, people are going to be like begging him to leave. They're not going to be like, "Oh, I don't he's think a snake for leaving." I don't think it will take much. I think he himself would be like, "I think him and everyone in the league would be like, yeah, just get, just get, yeah, out. like just leave. Like so, it's better for you at this rate." I feel like that's the best option. Take those four years, really perfect your craft, be a dominant. Want. I would not want to be, be the star of New Orleans. Eat I some guess. jambalaya. <laughs> Chill out on the French Quarter every now yeah. and then. 
Go to some parties, wear some beads, put on a mask, catch a catch a few Saints games. Mm-hmm. You know? Just just chill. You for know? four years, get, get some get some gumbo. Mm-hmm. Get some, get they some have reddish sh- falling into eleven. Get that shrimp. What? Yeah, he fell pretty far. Oh, I love if he fell. Who has so. the eleventh pick, Mavericks? Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Ooh. I Mavericks, forgot Mavericks, Mavericks don't have a pick. Ten. But it goes to the Hawks because yeah. it wasn't because top of three or Luka. five or whatever. I think that Uh-oh. trade worked out pretty well for the Mavericks because the Hawks got the 8th and the 10th pick. That's not bad, actually. Kobe White to the Bulls. That's not terrible. Nasir Little Kobe. to the Hawks. I like Nasir Little. I do, too. I don't know. There, There's a lot to talk about with the draft, but that's a ways away. I'd rather not talk about too much about that until the finals Take happen. that in June. Huh? I think the draft's in June. Yeah, after the finals. Oh, God. That is a long <laughs> time All right, Duncan. Now. Since you're not here normally, I need predictions on the three series that we have. So the two conference finals and the finals. All right. Um, Eastern Conference Finals. I will say Bucks in five. Okay. Western Conference Finals. I will say Warriors in five. And NBA Finals. I will say Bucks in seven. As bad as I want to say six, I'll say seven so we can win it at home. Yeah, that's true. We have home court advantage. That's the other thing. We have home court over Golden State. I think that would be beautiful. Game seven of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee. Giannis, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. Giannis is going to get six consecutive dunks to close out a game. He's going to just flip that switch. No one's going to stop him. Six dunks in a row to end a game and just have a crazy tear. The cruel, the cruel person inside of me wants us to win it in, in six so that the last game at Oracle <laughs> – is the Bucks yeah. winning the championship? <laughs> and and Bucks and Six forever becomes freaking yeah. immortal. <laughs> yeah, the choose. last game ever at the Oracle. Is well, yeah, that six. too. <laughs> Just win it at Oracle. I think that would be amazing. I didn't think about that. I'll say Bucks and Six. <laughs> yeah, I'll change it. Bucks. I and like six. it. I I mean, I obviously the first first ever season at Pfizer. If I would not mind seeing them. Yeah. You know, a championship. Yeah, that's yeah. a trade off, dude. It's a, it, hey, it works either way. <laughs> I would. Damn. It'll be a damn good series. If it is Absolutely. if it is Bucks Warriors, it's going to be a damn good series. I was going to say, we should probably preface it with if, because nothing's guaranteed. No, I know. I, yeah. Tom, yeah. Oh. even though you're not on mic, I'll hand you this. Okay. You've been complaining about the lack of variety in finals matchups. So if we get Golden State Milwaukee, is that enough? Yeah, because I feel like the Bucks can actually win. Okay. That that's what it comes down to. But like, KD like going out, kind of like, evened it a little bit. But I guess like my biggest thing with it is that you have five people that can make the All Star on your starting lineup. That's where it's like, yeah, of course you're making the finals. Why are you bragging about making the finals? That that's what gets me the most. Um, it's and then you know LeBron would do it, carry a team there, and then I was like, that's cool because like there's some diversity in team and stuff like that. But, but Golden State's like, hey, we already did it without you. We don't need you. Let's just make it easier. So it's just like you didn't you didn't need to do that. I'm surprised they let that happen like the league did. Um, but it, it's where we are now. So it's just anything that can take down that dynasty I think is impressive. So the Bucks having a genuine chance to beat the Warriors is what does it for you? Yeah. All right. I, I agree. I, I mean, it's just it's not – a weak LeBron team that limped into the finals through the East it's playing against the, the juggernaut of the Warriors. It's a Warriors team that 
isn't perfect this season and but isn't as dominant as they were. But they're still the Warriors. But we have a Bucks team who is dominant. So it, it's it's going to be an interesting matchup. And I, I think it'll be a fresh thing for the NBA. And then God only knows what's going to happen next year. Man, I don't NBA even want to think about next year. Next I just want to think about what's happening at this point. Because this is some good basketball. True, true. All right. Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Got nothing else on my mind as far as the NBA goes. So, Duncan, thank you for coming on. Am I still the outro? Yeah, yes. you are. Hot cocoa. All right. So I'll have the last line then. Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, next episode. When is that? Tomorrow? It's going to kind of have to be if you want me on it. I have to pack my house tomorrow. I we'll see if I have time. I pack my stuff tonight and tomorrow. Do the packing episode. Do it while you're packing <laughs> stuff up. Do the packing episode. Instead of an unboxing, have a, like, a, a, just a box. Yeah. Just a box <laughs> Welcome to First Okay. Where the hell did I put my towels? <laughs> we'll see. Got these great tubs from Walmart. <laughs> Good for storing. About five gallon bucket stuff too, you know. You think, I can, some shit. You, think I can fit, you think I can fit this in the back of my car? <laughs> I will update everyone on Twitter <laughs> about the next episode. This is like a five cubic foot bridge. Uh, right now we're using it to put clothes and underwear and shit. <laughs> Wait, I what? mean, if people want to see it, I'll make a little vlog. <laughs> I'm not going to do a podcast of it, though. That'd be boring audio. If you want, I can make a video. It could be kind of fun, I guess. But anyway, Connor, go ahead and take us out. First round KO. Find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of your favorite podcast streaming services. Just I suggest Spotify. What he said. But if you don't, just look us up on your favorite podcast streaming service. Just search us in the search bar or whatever it is. Uh, first round KO on Twitter. Follow us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen 2K18. Follow myself at Connor und- Connor Moore underscore seven. <gasps> Follow the three count review at the number three count review. Follow Here We Go Yelich at Here We Go Yelich. Duncan, go ahead and plug yourself, please. Uh, follow me on Twitter or Instagram, Duncan underscore McHugh. Probably don't know how to spell it, but it'll be in a description somewhere. I'll throw it in. <laughs> All right. And Tom, Tom is always Tom first. It's T0M1ST. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, my it's man's Tom on Instagram. My man's Tom. Also, plug the boys. Also, be sure to, to check out our merch on Redbubble. Link, actually, that, that's your thing. Yeah, links in the description. Thank I'm you. gonna go buy some merch. <laughs> we got merch on Red. We got everything yeah. on Redbubble. Merch. <laughs> yeah, one, one of my friends back at home already bought like a bunch of and stickers. stickers. Yeah. Ooh, you know, laptop stickers. I gotta one up him. I'm gonna buy more than he did. I'm okay with that. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, the re- it's, it's it's a short bar. It's three. <laughs> until the next time, we will see you. Whatever the hell that is, if I'm even on the show at this on that episode, but we shocked the system since day one ish. Say it. Play my fucking music. Chap lips and my jacket unzipped. Been getting chilly. Who we kidding? About as cold as my wrist. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief. So catch me storming through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Act-
accusations Pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris Never measure up cause we've been on a different metric and I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping